It is 7.04 p.m. And with that, now calling the meeting to order. Stephanie, can we please Ms. get roll call? Yes. Present. Commissioner Gathawa. Present. Commissioner Johnson. Here. Commissioner Harris. Here. Commissioner Nobis. Here. Commissioner Rivera. Here. Here. And you didn't say my name. <laughs> it's okay. I apologize. Commissioner Dillard. Here. It's okay. Thank you. Now we have the reading of land acknowledgement. I'll read it today. It says, we meet today in the community of Iowa City, which now occupies the homelands of Native American nations to whom we owe our commitment and dedication. The area of Iowa City was within the homelands of the Iowa, Meskwaki, and Sauk. And because history is complex and time goes far back beyond memory, we also acknowledge the ancient connections of many, of many other indigenous peoples here. The history of broken treaties and forced removal that dispossessed indigenous peoples of their homelands was and is an act of colonization and genocide that we cannot erase. We implore the Iowa City community to commit to understanding and addressing these injustices as we work toward equity, restoration, and reparations. Next, we have agenda item number four, approval of meeting minutes from October 21st, 2021. Does anyone have any changes they'd like to make to the record? All right, with that, I'd like to make a motion to approve the meeting minutes from October 21st. Rivera, second. Commissioner Ali? Yes. Commissioner Daniel? Yes. Mr. Dillard? Yes. Commissioner Gathawa? Yes. Commissioner Johnson? Yes. Commissioner Harris? Yes. Commissioner Nobis? Yes. Commissioner Rivera? Yes. And Commissioner Traore? Yes. Now we have public comment of items not on the agenda. Commentators shall address the TRC for no more than five minutes. TRC members shall not engage in discussion with the public concerning said items. If anyone from the public would like to comment, please raise your hand and we'll call on you and be sure to give you your time. Okay, yeah, we can give you a second. All right, so we're going to have one public commenter from in person in a moment. For a chair, feel free to use one. Pardon? If you prefer a chair, 
think if I can just move it down a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so I had, I feel like I'm too close no, you're, to you. You're okay? fine. Mm -hmm. um, so I had the um, wonderful opportunity to be with um, administrators and teachers learning circles yesterday and today. And at the beginning of a circle, there's some kind of beginning and then an end, so an opening. And this is what, what someone had. This is a poem, turning to one another. There is no power greater than a community discovering what it cares about. Ask what is possible, not what's wrong. Keep asking. Notice what you care about. Assume that many others share your dreams. Be brave enough to start a conversation that matters. Talk to people you know. Talk to people you don't know. Talk to people you never talk to. Be intrigued by the differences you hear. Expect to be surprised. Treasure curiosity more than certainty. Invite in everybody who cares to work on what's possible. Acknowledge that everyone is an expert about something. Know that creative solutions come from new connections. Remember, you don't fear people whose story you know. Real listening always brings people closer together. Trust that meaningful conversations can change your world. Rely on human goodness. Stay together. It's called Turning to One Another by Margaret Wheatley. So I liked it a lot and just wanted to share it with you all. Oh, my name is Annie Tucker and I live at 91 Prairie Hill Lane. Check. Thank you, Annie. Definitely, thank you. Do we, do we have anyone else in the public that would like to comment? All right, we're on to agenda item number six, discussion and vote on a recommendation to the city council to extend the TRC's timeline. So I'm seeing in the agenda after, after the attendance sheet. Um, Amel, did you wanna speak on this one? Yeah, I'm just trying to get the right screen up here <clears throat> so that I can share with you guys. Uh, let's iTunes. Um, it's not letting me share the screen. Okay, I think I can change that setting. Okay. Now it's still saying host disabled. You should be okay now. Okay. You should. I just made you a co-host, so you should be. Okay, can you guys see that? Yep, thank you. Perfect. Um, <clears throat> so from what this is, is looking at what our timeline would be, assuming um, it started when the new commission was put together. Um, and I am still under 
um, the impression that I, I think that it's really important that we give a timeline while we're asking for um, the extension so that it kind of, um, you know, they can see what it is we're going to be working on. Um, this is just something I completely did on my own by looking, researching and reading stuff. So I would, if anyone has any things that they want to add or um, focus on or things like that, um, I'm more than happy to add it to this. Um, and I had spoken with Eduardo Gonzalez um, briefly a few days ago um, and one uh, last week we spoke and um, kind of had a really good discussion about um, the kind of things that um, we haven't really thought about as far as truth telling um, testimony and like how those events will look like um, and you know and I also think that Kevo made a really good point when uh, we zoomed that um, it might not be in our best interest to have every single um, commission member at every single event. Um, and so that it doesn't all have to be recorded and then maybe pick from, if, from the testimony that we hear, we could reach out to those people and then work on um, training them and helping them come up with how they're going to tell their story. Um, so there's just like a lot of logistics that go into it, um, but uh, there's this is just what I have so far. So I'm open to hearing any suggestions or questions or anything like that. This is Commissioner Rivera. Thank you for putting this together. Um, it's nice to see it laid out. Um, and it's, you know, I think it's a really good framework. And I know that you've probably designed it to be a little bit flexible um, too, in terms of um, specific timelines and also just kind of the development of the processes that we have. Um, I think that the things that I would add or just kind of um, suggest at this point would be um, in terms of drafting the process design for our truth telling uh, or for our fact finding um, truth telling sessions that, um, you know, I think that we should get a lot of input from the organizations that we're working with um, on how best to engage the, the populations that they are working with. Um, they, I think they should uh, kind of help inform the process. And so not everything should be completely regimented and scripted um, so that, you know, we, we can make sure that people are comfortable. Um, I think that you know, March through October seems like a sort of ample time to carry out um, a significant number of events. Um, there's just gonna be a lot of crunch time, you know, over the next couple months and in the latter um, months there on um, just synthesizing and putting everything together. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think, you know, and when we talk about this at the next agenda item, I think our really big <clears throat> um, thing that we do need to is communicate and work with local organizations because they already have the tr trust of the communities that we are wanting to have trust in us and our process. So I definitely think that um, within the planning process, we should reach out to other organizations and things like that. 
Does anyone else have anything? Uh, this is Commissioner Dillard. Again, thank you, um, Amel, for putting this together. I think it looks wonderful. The only thing I am thinking is I don't see why we couldn't flesh this out and at least push it out to June of 2023, especially to give us a little bit more time for the analyzing or if there's anything else that we need to do um, during that time. I imagine you chose March through October to do the testimonies because of weather and easier access to people. Um, and I really like that idea. Um, I just imagine that giving us only two months to rewatch or analyze is just, as Commissioner Rivera said, a little bit of a crunch time, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I can add that I've been trying to work to get people who want to come and tell truth. And I remember um, some months back that we discussed about maybe some of the people that are on the TRC go and give their truths first. That will give more confidence in people because I've been trying to get people, but it seems that um, they're kind of reluctant or they don't really know what's going on. So I think by us telling our truths first and like maybe letting them know that we've already done it, that will put more confidence in people to go and tell truths. I'm not opposed uh, to um, seeing what this timeline could look like um, and how the activities would change if we did project uh, through June 2023. Um, I wonder if other people have input on how what we're seeing now um, might change. Yeah, I'm not, yeah like I'm the same. I don't oppose that either. Are you asking Commissioner Rivera, like what parts of it would be extended? Right. I, and I was just, um, while I was saying if we needed more time for testimony and needed to go past October, that would be fine. But giving us at least that October, um, that more of the winter time to gather our recommendations would be wonderful in my opinion. And just that, I just said June, um, June 2023, because that's originally what um, 2022 is supposed to be. So in terms of timeline preferences, um, are we looking more for just the October, November or wanting to do the vote to extend out further? Uh -huh. so, go ahead. Uh, I'm thinking I might want to hear what you wanted to add before I come in. Thank you, Rangui. Um, I think, what was that? Um, I think that no matter like wh where this timeline goes, I think our thing, my thing is I just want to make sure that when we do ask for the extension that we have a concise timeline with it um, because they're the only ones that are going to be able to approve 
extending it. And I don't have a lot of faith that um, they were just, they would just blindly allow the extension. I would, um, sorry, I'm gonna let you go actually. Yeah, I just, this is Commissioner Wangui Gadua. I just, I thank you very much, uh, Commissioner Ali for uh, the timeline. Uh, yeah, before taking it to the council to ask for extension, I think I'm piggybacking on Commissioner Rivera and uh, feeling that I, it would be in our best interest uh, to have invited uh, people from the other organizations to help us work on, because it will give us not, it will be part of the proposal of where we are going and also be clear on what we are doing, how we are doing and what we are doing it with. So I, right now, I don't feel ready to vote on, I wouldn't want to vote on right now to approach the council until uh, I've had at least one meeting and kind of be clear on where we are going and how we are working. I'll stop there because I'll start rumbling. Is there a, a group of, um, maybe we can form like a, an ad hoc subcommittee just uh, before our next um, public meeting that can uh, further refine this timeline to, um, to include uh, an extension up to June, 2023. Um, and then maybe then we can have our vote. I think that's fine. Um, <clears throat> My only question, and this might be a Stephanie question, um, is if we decide to vote on it at the next meeting, which would be the third Thursday, um, would that be too late to ask council to consider it at their next meeting? I mean, technically recommendations to the city council are not considered finalized and they're not in their council formal packet until those meeting minutes have been approved. So those, if okay. you wait until the next date, then um, those minutes wouldn't be approved until your December meeting, the first Thursday in December. Okay. okay. However, council would know about it, obviously, but it, it, it's that formality with it being in their packet. Yeah, yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, so I, I agree. I think Kevo made a good point to kind of have us like a little subcommittee. I'm willing to make time to work on this with other people if two or three more people want to do this with me. I'd be willing to help out. This uh, is Commissioner Dillard. I will as well, Commissioner Johnson. I will as well. <clears throat> Okay, I'll reach out to you guys um, throughout the next week. And you just have to be mindful that five is a quorum. 
Isn't that for ML? It, I had um, Commissioner Ali, Commissioner Rivera. I, I, um, I all defer to the other four. Um, I'll thank those commissioners in advance for um, pouring over this. Sounds good. Um, do we want to move on to the next one then? And then we'll just plan to meet as a subcommittee and present a more detailed one at the next meeting. Is Sounds that okay? Good. All right. Stephanie, do we have to do the formal vote to push this on for another week? Are we good? I think that's a good idea the way it's written because it's, it's written as discuss and vote on. So if you're just deferring it, somebody can just make a motion to defer till the November, would it be the 18th? Yeah. Yeah. Commissioner sure. Ali, um, I would like to make a motion to defer this until the uh, November 18th meeting. Seconded. Okay. Commissioner, uh, Commissioner Ali. Yeah. Yes. Commissioner Daniel. Yes. Commissioner Dillard. Yes. Commissioner Gathawa. Yes. Commissioner Johnson. Yes. Commissioner Harris. Yes. Commissioner Novus. Yes. Commissioner Rivera. Yes. And Commissioner Traore. Yes. Okay. Nine zero. Thank you. Next agenda item number seven updates on the progress of the Fun Excluded Workers Coalition and the American Rescue Plan. Public comment. Oh. Yeah. Do we have anyone from the public that would like to comment on this? All right, looks like no. Um, so we're on to the commission itself. Eric, do you have any other updates? Because I know that we they did have the final listening session um, between our last meeting and this one. Yeah, it was the um, it was the final listening session, and as usual, when they have these listening sessions, they um, you know. All the people, the scooter workers, they showed up, you know, it had to be 100 people there for the listening session. And they they actually they actually listened on that last session. Um, I wasn't present for it, but they actually listened and gave people a chance to speak. And so it's really unconclusive of are they going to what are they going to do? Um, really don't know because that was just, you know. That was the last listening session, so we don't know after that. Um, I will be checking in this week um, with David to get an update and see what's going on with it and see see where they're at. But um, the result um, ended up being that the uh, city council is only going to stick at that you know that one million to one and a half million dollar um, uh, like plan that they made and. Um, so Johnson County, um, we don't really know exactly where they really stand on this. So I'm going to get an update, um, I think, at the end of this, I think tomorrow. And so I'll be able to further get like more updates maybe at our next meeting. Um, I will say this, you know, and it's just my personal opinion that um, it's a shame that, you know, that they, you know, it takes this much effort just to get them to help people. Um, it's 
you know, and it's really, it's really caused like some, it just caused some conflicts because it just shouldn't be like this, you know. The plan is called the American Rescue Plan. So it should rescue people that are in America, not businesses or things like this. Or, um, it, you know, for example, it shouldn't have anything to do with um, like broadband because broadband has been an issue in this country and like rural areas for like and like rural areas for a long time and the government is already working on different packages to address this um so they specifically um gave money to the county of uh, to uh Johnson County to help the people in Johnson County so with that being said um I will you This is Commissioner Wangui Gadua. I just wanted to add, as the coordinator of NISA African Family Services, where we uh, we provide services for survivors of sexual violences who identify as African immigrants and refugees. I talked with David. Uh, uh, between our last meeting and now uh, to formalize NISA support to the Fund Excluded Workers Coalition and to be part of that. And uh, NISA Iowa City is going to follow up that with a letter to the Johnson County Supervisor Board to that effect. I, I yield. Thank you. Yeah, um, just to add a little bit more to as, as well, um, I did um, get a get a notification that um, like NISA is um, officially signed up to be a partner of the school workers, and I think that's a um, that's a great thing, and um, that's one of the um, the school workers. That's you know I don't want to go back into a different agenda item, but I will say that the that's one of the groups that I'm working on to get people to tell truths about what they've been going through and the things that they went through with that idea. This is Commissioner Rivera. I just want to echo um, the really powerful sentiments and statements that Commissioner Harris uh, mentioned earlier. It's it's taken so much effort um, from a select few in our community to really, really fight and advocate for um, so many in our community who have been left by the wayside. Um, it, it's really a shame um, how, uh, how city council has responded thus far. Um, with the urgency of the need. So I just wanna, um, again, always thank Commissioner Harris for um, keeping us in the loop with um, our connection to the Excluded Workers Fund. And, um, you know, I, I hope we, in whatever way we can, and it is appropriate that we continue to stand by our uh, fellow members of that coalition. Yeah, thank you for that. Um, and one thing I will add too as well is like whatever happens, they're not gonna give up. So that's, and with that, I yield. Yeah, I want to thank you as well, Eric, for everything you've been doing on, on that. Do we have anyone else from the commission that wants to comment on this item?
All right, so next we are on to agenda item number eight, discussion on potential TRC local partners. So this is towards the back of the agenda. So it's a list of the potential partners, uh, some from the list that Stephanie had provided, others just based on what anyone on the commission wanted to submit. Uh, if there's anything missing from here that anyone feels we need, then we can be sure to talk about that and get them added to the list. Um, other than that, off the names that we have so far, does anyone have any strong preferences on certain groups or have ones that they know we definitely need to work with off of this list? Or if there's anyone that's out of these groups that's already said that they're ready to. Can we also allow the uh, community to comment? Yeah, we have uh, Charlie. Thank you, Chair, Chair Ori and commission members. My name is Charlie Eastham. I uh, live at 953 Canton Street in Iowa City. Uh, I have uh, recommendations or suggestion for additional people or additional organizations, I'm sorry, to be added to the list that you've accumulated so far. Uh, I know you haven't discussed whether or not you're, how you're going to use uh, this uh, list of organizations, but I th would ask that you consider, uh, and additionally, the Forest View Tenants Association, which is a formal organized group that, uh, of uh, residents at, in the Forest View Mobile Home Park that, rep, that uh, are working with the tenants there in terms uh, to establish a new Forest View neighborhood. Uh, second, uh, the Iowa City Community School District Equity Advisory Committee, which has a good represent, representation from students in the uh, school district as well as staff members. Uh, there's also a, uh, a private group, the Iowa City Community School District um, Mental Health uh, Special Education and Disability Advocacy Group, which uh, works a lot in terms of in, in, in the area of, uh, of uh, advocating for the district to improve their services and treatment of uh, special education students. Fourthly, uh, I would suggest the Johnson County Interfaith Coalition, um, <clears throat> which is a group which works both in uh, Iowa City as well as the, uh, the uh, county as at large with many issues that are of relevance to uh, uh, Black and Hispanic uh, or Latinx uh, uh, members of the community. And finally, uh, there are several Sudanese community organizations that I've heard about, but I don't know the particulars or details. Many of you may may know a specific uh, organ, um, <clears throat> Sudanese organiza uh, organizations that I think would be a good additions to the list of folks here. So thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. All right, um, in terms of the, oh, sorry, Annie, go ahead. 
Annie Tucker again. Wang Gui, when we were at the um, at the diversity market, did you introduce me to a Latinx woman who had a building across the street? Yeah, she is on the list. I'm thinking we talked to Elizabeth. Is that whom we are talking yeah. about? Yeah. Elizabeth okay. Bar and I just don't know the name of her organization, so I was sitting there thinking of her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Annie. I believe she's on the list. If it's Elizabeth Bernal, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is Perry Land Freedom. Yeah, and maybe we double listed her or thrice listed her. Maybe. She's with um, Heartland. <laughs> Perry Land Freedom Fund. This is Commissioner Johnson. I would like to propose uh, I Heart Black Businesses. This is Commissioner Rivera. I'll also add Humanize My Hoodie. Good call. Who's just about to say that? This is Commissioner Dillard. I um, didn't realize that United Action for Youth is not on this list, and they would be great for this um, community. Is Great Plains Action Society on that list? Yes. They're on the list. Yep. Yes. Um, this, um, I would like to add that that any additional groups or people that we put on this list would be good because I'm looking over this list right now and about four or five of the people or the organizations on this list, um, I believe that they definitely would want to be a partner um, inside out, um, South District, um, Dream City. Those are organizations that I'm already close to already. So I believe that this, this is a great list. I didn't even look at it until now. And well, I got I, I did see the emails that were coming in, but just some of the organizations are already great. So any additional organizations or people will just make it better. I hate to be that girl, <laughs> but um, we, I think that we have to have a productive discussion about what's feasible um, for us. I mean, this is an amazing list and I really appreciate everyone's um, input again we we are just nine people who are projecting to put on a bunch of events from maybe march to december of next year um and i think that we can get through a lot but not everyone um and so i think that we should keep brainstorming or at least con continue eliciting today other groups but um at some point i don't think personally that we'll be able to work with all of these people um, this is Commissioner Dillard, and I agree with Commissioner Rivera. Um, I'm not familiar with some of these um, organizations. Could I ask people to um, explain to me maybe the Iowa job? Um, actually, I know IJAG, never mind. But um, Proteus? Yeah, Proteus is a medical clinic um, that works with um, farmers around Iowa. A lot of their target um, population includes migrant farmers, Hispanic people speaking populations, people who are migrant workers. Um, so they have folks who um, are on staff with them and they also have a lot of volunteers providing really excellent healthcare uh, to those, uh, those individuals. Thank you. This is Commissioner Wangui Gadua. 
one way of, yeah, uh, like uh, I'm piggybacking on Commissioner Rivera's comment and that we are not able to include all the organizations that we mentioned, but uh, we can help ourselves by when we relook at our charge, uh, truth, fact finding on what. I, I don't think I'd be wrong if I said it's evidence on uh, racism. So, who, who we, are, we are wanting to get that from people who will give us that. So that will guide us as we decide whom, whom do we, I see a column there, TRC approved. So whom we, we check to work with, that will help us. For example, the organization that has just, the clinic that has just been uh, defined, I'll use that word they have migrants so that's some of the sources of people who experience racism so those are the people we are wanting to reach to share their truths on racism uh, because we might find out as we talk about the organization and realize uh no that one really won't give us any experiences of racism. They might be working with uh, people who experience that, but they may not be able to help us reach those people. I yield. Um, um, just to add to what has been said already, um, I do agree that and we won't be able to get everybody, but some of these um, organizations and some of these people uh, I'm close to, um, we need to do something what I thought of in my head. Is we need to, when we reach out to these people, we also need to do something that um, it's like maybe like confidence building and make people have confidence in like partnering with us because um, the TRC has, has not always been a great experience to say, you know, so we need to do something that's called confidence building so we can get more organizations, you know, you know, like one of the organizations on here is the South District Neighborhood Association, and I'm on the leadership council of that. So, I mean, those things are kind of easy, you know, but some of these things I haven't, you know, like the, the um, some of these organizations I haven't heard of as well myself. So need to try to reach out to them and maybe figure out between us which organization that we think would be worth it because or be somebody because it's like it's been mentioned some of them might not be able to, to partner with us that idea um this is again commissioner dillard and i um, did want to add one more name um the coralville food pantry i talked to the executive director yesterday and he is very interested um they have a lot of people that we would like to talk to that have been asking about it um as i'm looking at the list i'm thinking maybe we should be looking at um, churches or places of worship too as partners um, where people are, are, are gathering. Um, I worry that some of these organizations, which is not a problem, are more are not minority led. So um, let's look for those organizations more, I guess. But I will agree that this is a great list and I know that a lot of these organizations will be able to lead us to great people. 
Yeah, it's super tough. I think we, you know, we look at this list and we see a, a bunch of amazing organizations. And I think it's really heartening to know that the, these people are out there um, doing the work that they're doing. That was when I was um, providing input on the list and, and adding people to it. Um, I was experiencing some of the tension that we're discussing thus far is like, okay, who are the people who are doing really good equity work? Who are the people who have sort of the largest catchment, right? Iowa City's community school district has all of the students that are here, um, but you know, are they very specific to the populations that we, we want to address? Um, and, and so you try to find, um, you know, specific groups within those larger umbrellas. So IJAG is um, underneath some of the different schools and um, I appreciate the uh, contributions that you've made. Um, and like, I mean, the University of Iowa too has like umpteen different minority groups. Um, and we could do a listening session with each of them or we can kind of just try to have them all collaborate. So, I mean, we can also ask some of these people to work together to do maybe some joint sessions as well um, to make things a little bit easier. Uh, Johnson, I have a suggestion while we pick about seven to kind of narrow things down. Not that there's no importance to others, but if we can narrow it down to maybe about seven, it might be a little bit easier and uh, talk with them. And if, and if, if, if it seems like we might get more from one group to another and kind of switch things up a little bit. Thoughts? I, I have a counter suggestion. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, you know, We've already mentioned that some several of our commission members have really close connections with the people on the list, like Great Plains Action Society, like um, the South District N Neighborhood Association. Um, and so I wonder if maybe folks can start just naming people that they personally, naming organizations that they personally wouldn't mind being the liaison for. Um, and then, and, and you know, that can be based on the capacity you feel that you have um, to be sort of the contact person who partners with them. Um, and then we can kind of see who we have there and see if anyone else needs to be added and then kind of discuss from that list. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. I like that idea. And just to start naming some groups, I can go first if somebody else wants to go after me and just start naming different um, organizations that we have on this list. Um, like, you know, I would say Dream Center because I'm going to be employed by Dream Center soon. Um, inside out, I have a close relationship with them. I would like Iowa City Character Worker, you would definitely get some people to tell some truths out of there. I have a close relationship with them, and just like I mentioned in a few minutes ago, I'm on the leadership council of the South District, so that would be some things. And also, um, one of the last ones that I would say is NISA because they've been involved in a lot of things lately, and I appreciate that. So, that's just my if I had to call out some of the groups that I see on here, that's what I would, those things I would call out. <clears throat> I think can people I, can, can buddy I, up to, um, sorry, go ahead, Seth. No, I was just gonna ask, um, just I guess in terms of organizing this discussion, it, would it be any benefit for like a draft email to to be composed for the TRC's review that could just be sent to all of these organizations, get a reply from them because 
because all the organizations are great, but maybe some of them have commitments and they're just not able to partner with you. Mm -hmm. And, and so if you've already assigned a liaison and maybe they can't do it, you know, maybe we could put like a reply by date and then kind of go from that list and then connect commissioners to organizations that they're familiar with. I really like the ideas. I think we should do my only concern is like, you know, if if they were get an email from kind of this form email, it might not have sort of the personal connection in touch um, that we can content. send it out individually, it, you know, so it's, you're saying so it's not like a group email. Like, you know, I think that like, um, for example, if we were emailing the Dream Center, it'd be that initial contact might be more personal if it was from directly from Eric. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. And then we could follow it up with the, you know, a, Right. Yep. So a compromise is to have us everyone use the same form, tailor it to yourself. So it's not, I, I agree with that. You don't want it to be generic, but yeah. I would like it for all doing the same thing. That would be great. Yeah. Like I agree with that as well. Um, Cause you know, this is a great list of organizations and people. Um, but you know, on this list, I can see some organizations not wanting to like partner with us. Like for example, you know, because of different things and, you know, I would say shelter house. I wouldn't want to contact them because that'd be really difficult. So, um, for the shelter house. So I, I was actually going to add my name there. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, maybe you might have a better connection with them, but that'd be extremely difficult. You know, I've had great relationships with the shelter house. I think they would be a great partner. So I think between me and uh, River, yeah, we can definitely get that together. Um, so obviously, um, everyone knows if you forgot, I am, I work for the neighborhood center, so I will be that liaison and you're a yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's so easy. Right. Um, I do have a connect, uh, well, connection and I, I feel comfortable reaching out to community if no one else is interested in that. Um, and I have, um, coworkers that can help me reach out with, um, the Iowa city compassion. So we... I can um, take on those ones as well. Thank you. Yeah, that's what. The, yeah, I, like I, I like that idea that the people that have those that, like these connections to these certain organizations, I think they should take the lead on reaching out to those organizations that they have a connection to. Commissioner Johnson, you were going to say something. Uh, I was going to say uh, this, Commissioner Johnson. Again, uh, I I've worked with uh, I Heart Black Business, and uh, I I wouldn't mind reaching out to them. So. Definitely. Um, the organizations I mentioned and forwarded to all of us through staff, I have working relations with them on, and uh, as I coordinate NISA and in and of course, when we we work in the area of sexual violences uh, for people of color, it does intersect with systemic racism. So uh, even before I listed them, I have been talking to them since we started TRC work. And when we decided two weeks ago that we are going to reach out to uh, and Liz, and work with organizations. I have been telling these people that uh, to a heads up that we might 
or we, we might approach them. So, and Anitaka and Commissioner Traore was, we were three of us when we were talking about this with Elizabeth Bano at the, our diversity markets. Even if it, we didn't know what form we were gonna take, but now it's taking shape. So we had already talked to her and she had already verbally agreed there that no problem, which is also the same time I also forwarded Annie Tucker and we've been having a lot of conversations with Annie, even if it's always around circles. So, and even uh, the Bram Elias, he's a law professor at the U of I. Uh, he's an immigration attorney. So he, he comes across a lot of uh, systemic racism in that area. So uh, he's also somebody that I do work with because when we, you work with immigrants, uh, the area of uh, statuses and is also, uh, yeah. So even that one, uh, Bram Elias, I, uh, I listed him, I'm in contact with him. And then there's Peter Gellack, he teaches and also works with international students, immigrants from all nationalities. Uh, he's also in the U of I international, international uh, office. So, and that's another area where you have uh, immigra immigrants uh, uh, from, uh, from all over the world. Then there's Teresa uh, Stecker, and she would be the point person. I also see Iowa City Compassion is listed maybe twice or thrice. She would be the point person because that's another area where we have immigrants from all over the world. So she would be a point person there. And of course, uh, for Nisa, uh, I would be the person. And together with this, thank you very much, Charlie, for mentioning the Sudanese groups. There are three of them that are official. And when we talk about African immigrants, uh, I am in a good position because we have African communities network. And under that, uh, it's kind of, forms African Union. So the country blocks and the leaders are pretty much acquainted with those leaders and in that area. And Commissioner Traore is also familiar with that area. And we also touch on other people of African origin who, who have come from the Caribbean. So they also we we are also able to get into contact with those because we uh with sexual violences because if it's uh, people who are latinx they have luna we don't have an office in iowa city so the it's washington then for african-americans we have a money and those are that's uh, that's um, but for Africans, 
uh, from whom, who are not from Africa and who are not African-Americans. So they end up falling under, under this group. So for example, Haitians or yeah. So I will yield and that's the, the list and the, the organizations and the contact people I'll be able to you, contact on behalf of the commission. Can you list those again? Uh, if somebody else doesn't uh, do Elizabeth, I can do that because I already, we started a conversation. Then there's Bram Elias, the immigration attorney. Then there's Peter Gallag, Teresa Stecker, also slash Iowa City, um, I see compassion. Compassion, right? yeah. Then there's Anitaka is already here. And Nisa. And I'm also in touch with Mansoon, which is the domestic, yeah, can, for Asians. So I'm in touch, in yeah, yeah, with the director. And then there's the African immigrants uh, and refugees under African Communities Network in jo of Johnson County. And uh, yeah, so I'm, and, and also covering there the black people out of the Africans and out of the African-Americans. That's the only way I'm able to put it. Yeah, and that may not be the legal. I think I think you mean the Black diaspora or African diaspora. So um, Haitians, Jamaicans, Barbadians, um, the Caribbean people. Yeah, the Commissioner Daniel, I'm tying myself in knots because even even uh, uh, even the the groups are even the. It ends up being African diaspora ends up being everybody from Africa who is outside. I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm Haitian, so it's it's weird. Like, what? How do you describe us? So yeah. Caribbean, the Caribbean yeah. people. But I know the population that you mean. Yeah. Um, and and some of those people might fall into Latinx because they are um, Afro. Latin Latina and so they may fall under that but as far as I know there isn't a group that focuses specifically on Caribbean diaspora but if anyone does find a group I'd like to know for um for TRC and personal reasons yeah I would also want to know because and that's some of the truths that we would want to hear from these people because sometimes uh, they keep, they, people keep, talk, they keep get, getting tossed around. If, for example, if it's legal aid and they're wanting to send somebody to NISA and then they get to send to Mansoon aid, yeah. Sikalis, I, I hope you don't mind. I've put your name next to Great Plains Action Society. <laughs> um, is there anyone else that you'd um, like to liaise with on this list? Um, I don't know where the list is. Is it in the minutes? Uh, I mean, the agenda? Yeah. Oh, I apologize. I didn't see it. I must have 
You got to scroll way down. Okay. All right. Um, give me a second and I'll get back to you. Okay. Thank you. So another thing I can do, um, you can just create like a sign up genius page with all these names on there and people can pick specific ones they wanted to work with. And that kind of give us a bit more of an outline for it. Um, making sure that no one's co um, contacting the same people as another one and that everyone picks their preferences. So I don't know that we're going to get a good comprehensive list in a short amount of time tonight with everyone listed on here. Yeah, I agree. I can uh, already, I can already say now, sorry to, um, uh, but I can already say now I illegal aid probably shouldn't be on the list. Um, there, there's just a lot of confidentiality questions about that, but also, um, I don't know if we generally re would refer clients to disclose what's happening, like what their legal situation is for a number of reasons. But, um, I, I, I mean, I can ask, but I don't, I don't think I legal aid should be on the list, uh, just because of the nature of the work that we do. And I yield. Yeah, that was going to be my next question is, are, are there other groups on this list that um, folks might protest to um, someone reaching out to? What does the Iowa City Mutual Aid Collective um, do? Uh, essentially, it's like collect donations from people in the city to uh, give to individuals if they're having issues like rent or if like need money for food, things like that. Can't remember exactly who started it, but I know a lot of people uh, involved kind of like IFR and just the uh, university students in general are kind of the main people I think behind it and then a few other community organizations. Do you believe that they would be an organization that could bring us people or they're more like an organization that's in, in between? Yeah, um, I, I, I know that a number of folks who work with and run the mutual aid collective have been like vocal supporters of the of this TRC in recent months on social media. So they're they're tuned into sort of the activities and um, are already trying to use their voice to um, promote the TRC's work. I don't want to deter anyone from doing that. So that makes sense. Um, I just looked through the list and I, yeah, I'll just stick with Great Plains Action Society. Thank you. So um, Chair, do you want us um, to spend a little bit more time then and kind of just move on? Um, depends on what everyone else wants to do. If, you feel, if we all feel like we can just pick right now and go off of that and narrow it all down, or if we'd rather just do the sign of genius to have the redundancy on the back. And Would it be better to do, are we not allowed to do an Excel doc? Is that why you're saying sign up genius? Um, I'm, I'm not sure that there's an issue one way or the other. Because I, I just think an Excel document would be a lot easier. I just, I personally like the idea of us saying here, like at the end of this meeting, us having clear marching mm -hmm. orders on who we're going to have contacted by our next meeting. Yes. So that's my only concern with deferring it and not finalizing the list now. So can we just go through the remaining ones that aren't assigned and see if anyone would like to take them on? Is that... Um, is, is the crisis center, the community, is mm -hmm. that, yeah. has someone taken that? 
uh, chastity is listed there, but do you want to partner with chastity? Okay. And if you, um, if you like you have a better contact, you can go ahead, Daphne. Okay, sure. Um, and then I'm also, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get off the call. I'm not feeling well, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Okay. Thank you. You're better. Thank you. Um, have a good rest of the, your evening and a good rest of your week. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone feel like they have a good contact with Center for Worker Justice? Oh, um, did you say you're going yeah. to? Yeah. You? Yeah, Ma's on City Council. So I'm just going through the list if that's okay. I, I, I wonder if it's just better for people to say exactly who they want to work with. I don't know. Uh, I wanted to add that I, I, I could, if somebody hasn't already decided to contact Center for Worker Justice, because I'm thinking the contact person is, uh, is she former or is she still counselor? Still on there, yeah. Yeah, yeah I can, because I, I work a lot, NISA works a lot with them and the African communities too, and other immigrant communities, the Latinx. So I could do that. Yeah, let's, let's, do, let's do that then. Yeah, and then I'm also going to add to that list the African Student Association at the University of Iowa. I don't know whether that's also the name that they use in Kirkwood but I'm also going to reach to the African students in Kirkwood so, and the African Student Association. I don't know whether I listed that, but I'm also going to yeah. reach out to them. Under that last line in the table, I just listed like everyone at the University of Iowa, all the student groups, all the centers, all the councils. Um, I don't, I, I, that's a project in and of itself. I don't, I don't know how uh, those people. I, I, I work with them in the area of title, uh, is it title, is it nine? Yeah, under the sexual misconduct office. So I am in touch with the Latinx Center and with the Black Students Union and with the African Student Association. I. I mean, with the leader. I'd be happy to discuss with you after this. Yeah, yeah. How we can, how we can do that. Yeah, with the university, yeah. we can do that okay. and see who does what, where. Yeah. yeah. The other question I had, and um, this question is for you, Eric, uh, uh, because uh, I don't know whether we, we already said who's going to talk to David with the Catholic Worker House because they also work with another with uh, BIPOC people. And I had mentioned to David uh, uh, in between our last meeting and this one that we might contact him to work with him. And he said, no problem. Yeah, um, it could be it can be either or. But, you know, I have a close relationship with the Iowa Catholic Worker House. So, I mean, it could be either or. And I've and I've started that contact for the, you know, the past six months or so. So I'm really close with that. And just to say that and just while I'm talking right now, I can say that South District, um, Dream City, Inside Out and the Iowa Catholic Worker. I think those are things that I would pick to do because I already 
have an established relationship with all of those things, including others on here. But um, those four things I'm already really close to. So, um, it, so but it, but with, with Ira Catholic Worker, um, that's one of the ones on here that um, in, anybody can do it because, it, you know, I'm pretty confident that it, it won't be any problems with that one. So. I can help out with Dream City and Isle of Catholic Worker as well. Yeah. And with and with Dream City, um, you know, in the next week or so, starting in starting next week, I'm gonna be there all the time. So that you know, I can always deal with that, but like any help, you know, as well, that that would help. So Just to let everyone know, I've um, put my name next to um, Prairie Lands Freedom Fund, the Shelter House alongside Chastity. Um, so all of those University of Iowa uh, diversity groups with alongside um, Wangui, um, Humanize My Hoodie. Although um, Sika, oh, yeah, Sika said that she didn't want to. Um, I didn't see them on there. Uh, yeah, we added them afterwards. Do you want? Would you want to work with them? Absolutely. Yeah, I work with them all the every day almost. So I'm. I'm. Yeah, I can do that. Okay, I'll put you you there. That was a sales talk to Andre a few weeks ago. Um, I am comfortable reaching out to MDC Iowa um, and jo uh, Johnson County Interface Coalition. I can pair with you on Interfaith Coalition. I'm meeting with uh, someone from there tomorrow. Okay, if you're gonna meet with them tomorrow, then you can have it. Sorry, I'm not catching up. What were? What was the first one? You um, it's the Multicultural Development Center of Iowa. Do we have a letter for potential partners written yet? Nope. We no, not yet. I was just talked about it. I was thinking that. I could draft one, but if someone else wants to, they can. Once we get the uh, the okay. list started. Um, yeah, I think it, yeah, I think if Kevo writes a letter, I, like I'd be I'd be down with that. That sounds like a good idea. You know, get a letter and, and just in the next few days or so, so we can send out stuff. So. I, I think that's kind of what I was thinking about with the email. Mm -hmm. So I called it an email, but I mean, <laughs> 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 also, I mentioned Coralville Food Pantry earlier. I'll take them. Um, for a Black Voices project, uh, Chastity, do you want to take that one on or I can? Either one. Um, for Iowa Freedom Riders, Mel, I know you have a some uh, like a better relationship with them. Would you rather take that? She had to leave the call. Oh, she had. Oh, okay, that's right. Sorry. Um, all right, for any ones that we don't get checked off today, we can do that. But I'll just put my name next to Iowa Freedom Riders for now. And we're taking off the Iowa Legal Aid then. Yeah. And I could potentially, and I could potentially help a little bit with the Iowa Freedom Riders because I know some of them too. So, I can do the IJAG one. The IJAG. 
Uh, the Iowa jobs for American graduates. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Since it's with Iowa City schools, I feel like those would be lumped with some of the other Iowa City schools mm-hmm. um, that uh, uh, Charlie brought up. So they're kind of going to be corresponding with a few of the same people. And in the district, I'm wondering uh, uh, who would be the best people to work with. I drew the Ref- Johnson County Refugee Alliance to to work with the schools. Uh, the district usually has a liaison person in the community, and then they work with uh, I'm more familiar with the immigrant li- with the immigrant communities liaisons especially because of language and culture. Uh, right now, the one who's retiring, her name is Joan um, Vanderberg. She's already retired. Yeah, she's retired, but she's able to, oh, so whoever the office, that office is would be a rich one for our purposes. But I, I think I went off what Commissioner Traore you were talking about. Yeah, I can pair with you on ICCSD and then, okay. yeah, we can just reach out to those yeah. initial groups. Yeah. And I'm thinking the, for the Black voices, which they also cover a lot. I, I wonder if you've, um, you have a lot of really fantastic connections. I wonder if you feel like it's feasible for you to like, actually help all these people host a listening session. Oh. Ask your question again. <laughs> like, I, I imagine that um, you have like rich, rich connections with all of these individuals, but um, I, I just want to make sure that we're protecting your time and energy um, and not overextending yourself in terms of working with these individuals to plan all of these listening sessions with them from March to December of next year. Is it listening that we are planning? I thought it's just the initial email. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, and making the initial con. Uh, well, oh. yeah, I mean, it yeah. is the initial, but you know, if all of these people say yes, then someone's gonna need to work with them. Yeah, we can, we can divvy it up uh, based off of who responds and who doesn't. Okay. Um, I just have a question. Um, so one of these on the list is the Iowa City Free Medical and Dental Clinic, and I never really heard of that. Um, are we going to try that too? Or yeah, I think just... that's one in Towncrest. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Yeah, so right now I don't have anyone next to International Women's Club of Iowa City, Iowa City Free Medical and Dental Clinic, Iowa City Mutual Aid Collective. Uh, I feel like we're missing both like Daphne and Amel right now. So just take some of these and put them in that, um, like a Google doc or a sign up genius to give them an opportunity to sign up for ones. Yeah. Otherwise a lot of us just going to end up with a ton of these. And I'll go back to answering commissioner Rivera's question. Uh, these are organizations and people that <laughs> I already work with right. and not just for the last two years with NISA, but just 
by being a person of color in our city. So uh, we, and even a lot of the experiences they'll be bringing their people, things that are, they already talk about in those areas. Yeah. There's somebody from the um, audience that has their hand up. Uh, yeah, Stephanie. Hey, I just wanted to let you know that Iowa City Mutual Aid is listening and we'd be happy to get that email. And I signed up with our email for the Zoom. So you can maybe not put us on the list. <laughs> oh, so you're saying, can I... Uh, yeah, I'm the organizer for uh, one of the organizers for Iowa City Mutual Aid, and I was already listening in. So okay. you can kind of consider us reached. How's that? And just <laughs> let us know what's going on. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Sorry, Stephanie, I got confused for, for a second oh, no, on the fine. talking. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, open meetings rules, man. So I was going to be responsible for that. It's an agenda item. I'll, I'll add my name to the Mutual Aid Collective. Okay, thank you. All right, so with that, um, yeah, I'll add all of these to a Google Sheet and then get that sent out to everyone tonight. And I'll just follow up with Amel and Daphne to see which ones they wanted to pick up. And then we can work on doing the email drafts. Can kind of just go off of what each other say, kind of like last week, send them to each other, see if you want to cherry pick something someone said in an email to help draft yours. Are we, we or we can do phone calls to the people too. We want to have reached out to everyone by next meeting, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. I, I, I all draft a form letter and send it out and then everyone can just personalize that um, when they're contacting all their, their assigned organizations. So I'll, uh, I'll have that sent out this Saturday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner Rivera, for taking that up for us. Thank you. It's going to be simple. <laughs> it's going to be very long. <laughs> uh, do we have anything else on this agenda item for now? Next, we're on to item number nine, circle invitation. Um, if anyone from the public wants to comment on this before we begin, um, you now have the floor. So I'll just go ahead and read this one. This one's from Angie Jordan. Good morning, Stephanie and others. Could this message be passed along to all TRC members for discussion? We appreciate your help getting this to the commissioners and also available for any questions or clarifications. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Dear members of the TRC, it is exciting and uplifting to navigate possible options for exploring truth-telling in Iowa City. Last week, I sent a proposal within an email outlining a series of circles, and since then, I've been learning so much about what goes into setting up and creating a circle. In my newfound knowledge, I am now resubmitting an evolved proposal more in line with creating a safe space that is informed by those present in it. So we are no longer proposing a specific series of circles and we are glad to provide any circles of TRC or others request. We are still offering a circle for TRC members. 
I want to make it clear that the goal of the circle or meeting for TRC members is to create a safe space for them to explore truth telling through circles and provide them with an opportunity to engage in this process firsthand. There will not be any TRC issues discussed or decisions made there. We hope that will make it possible for all interested TRC members to join this meeting. In a circle, the facilitator asks for a question and we pass a talking piece around. Each person gets a chance to answer the question or to pass when the talking piece comes to them. In this circle, the questions will be about personal memories or experiences. There'll be no questions related to TRC issues. Here are the kind of questions that will be asked. Name a value you think would be helpful in making this circle a safe space. Name a person who has made a positive difference in your life and how they did. Tell about a time when someone listened to you tell your truth, what made that possible and how did it affect you? Tell about a time when you listened to someone tell the truth and how it affected you. Circle invitation details remain the same, Tuesday, November 16th, 6 to 8 p.m. at Dream City. All TRC members are invited. So that's in the South District. Again, the goal of the meeting is to create a safe space to explore truth telling through the circle process and provide TRC members an opportunity to engage in this process firsthand. Discussion and decisions about TRC issues or other circles will not happen at that time. I appreciate your patience and kindness as I continue to learn and grow in my understanding of how to engage truth-telling methods and also working together on a new team alongside V. Fixmer Ores, sorry if I butchered that, uh, and Annie Tucker. If you have any questions, please contact any of us or we are all included in this email. So um, you all probably noticed the multiple times it was said in there that not discussing TRC stuff in there just because I reached out to her and let her know about the open meetings rules and everything for quorums. So Stephanie, I'm not sure if that changes anything on how many of us can be there because that's just been one logistical thing of planning the whole thing. Um, Is there's a thought of um, one with Black Voices Project or City Council as well too. So we're just kind of trying to game plan around the open meetings rules. I'll, I'll double check with the city attorney, but I think the fact that it involves exploring truth telling and stuff may, and that's kind of part of the resolution. I, I'm not sure if those two things can be separated in terms of it not being commission business, but I'll, I'll get an opinion and I'll um, get that sent out to everyone as soon as, yeah. I mean, or alternatively, if four went to one, I mean, as long as there weren't nine of you at the same session, then that doesn't really become an issue either. You, you know, if you, if you just made sure there are no more than five of you or no more than four of you there. I think that's probably gonna end up being the safest thing, Chair. Like, I mean, this is in our packet. <laughs> it's like um, it's like almost officially business just by being having been sent to us and put on our agenda. Um, and so I don't think that we can really weasel our way out of um, us breaking the rules. Yeah, because one other thing I was interested in was like how city council before the facilitator um, like vote meeting, they had a closed session at one point of their meeting where it was still open, but they voted to like start a closed session and then had some discussion and then went back to an open session. So I was wondering if that was another way it could be done. Uh, there wouldn't be an exception for, for, for this, for a circle under um, the open meetings. You, we, I presume they probably, I mean, without knowing the meeting date, but usually when they go into closed session, it's for um, a, a personnel matter and somebody's requested a hearing indoor. It could be for um, property that the city may be buying or so. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's not really applicable to a circle. 
under the chapter. I mean, that wouldn't fall under any of the exceptions. And I, I mean, I have all the exceptions listed. I have them all with me, but I, and I could read them, but they, there wouldn't be one that would uh, give you um, an opportunity to, to opt out of it being a public meeting. At the very least, would it be possible to still have it uh, at a location other than like city grounds if for whatever reason it was all of us an open meeting? Yeah, definitely. It just has to be posted for where it's at to give notice to the public. So that's not a problem at all. Channel four show up wherever. I'm sorry, I didn't hear can, you. Can channel four set up wherever? Like if it becomes a public meeting, can they? Um. When, when they're off site, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, really the, the policy is since we're going through this pandemic that the, the city records all public meetings. But, you know, I, I don't know if that would be necessary if say you're meeting at, I'll just say neighborhood centers of Johnson County or something like that. I mean, so I, I'm, I'm not, I don't think that's a requirement um, to, to have it recorded i mean there's it it's a preference that the city is following but that's not a requirement does that answer the question okay yeah yeah uh, it's, a, it's essentially like two paths forward either the all of us and then just do it as an open meeting or can do the split sessions so um can just talk to each of you and angie and annie um outside of this to figure that out yeah, because I'm one of the people, I'm already committed to doing it because it's in the South District, so I've been already committed to doing it, so. Yeah, same here. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I was also invited to the November 16th one. Yeah, since it'll be in a little less than two weeks, I'll just make sure to have word to all of you by the end of Sunday on how it looks that we'll be going forward. And um, Stephanie, I'll send that in an email to you to distribute and can just like call or text each of you as well. Do we have anything else on this one? All right, with that, we're on to agenda item number 10, announcements of commissioners or staff, TRC members shall not engage in discussion with one another concerning said announcements. Does anyone have anything? I just wanted to remind commissioners that I had sent out an email um, in mid October about an opportunity to participate in an open meetings public records training that is occurring on Wednesday, December 8th at 6 p.m. via Zoom. It's open to all board and commission members. So it might be a good idea to, to have a few representatives at, at that, particularly as you're moving forward in terms of how you're going to um, interact with the public for the truth telling. It might just be nice to have a few members there. Are you able to resend it? Sure. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That was going to be my question as well. So thank you. Um, me and Mel met with uh, Eduardo on Eduardo Gonzalez on Monday, and um, some suggestions he gave were trying to do more things like op-eds uh, generally to get word out about the TRC, 
and also about publicizing the letter from the Mali TRC. So it's gonna be another thing working on, but um, he's been giving really good advice. So if any of one of you do want to meet with him, feel free to reach out at any time. He is back in uh, the United States now. Um, other than that, only other thing I have is, Stephanie, I'll just get with you to see if we can get more information from city council on what exactly they're looking to discuss for that joint session at the end of the month. Sure, they meet on the 14th. And I think after that meeting, um, there should be more explicit details um, in terms of what that November 30th work session is gonna look like. Right. Says Commissioner, are you done? Uh, October was Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And last week, the three organization the domestic violence intervention programs had some activities monsoon nisa and then we had a joint one the dvip award ceremonies uh at the and it was covered by kcrg the award ceremony and for me as a especially as a trc commissioner uh, I did get triggered since we are collecting truths of uh, racial discrimination and racism evidence and facts during the ceremony. And uh, as an advocate, as an advocate for individuals who suffer sexual violences and coordinator of services and also being lead in organizing those events and participant uh, at the ceremony. Uh, it's, it's sweet the whole month because we reflect on the year on the successes that we make. Uh, but then at the same time, we also at the, because and this year we were able to do it again physically. We are usually surrounded by cardboard ghosts of victims of domestic violence. Uh, so it's sober too. And at the same time, there's a bit of bitterness because even as an advocate of people who suffer violence, uh, uh, racism still does come in. I was thinking about the awardees for, and I processed this with the Monsoon Assistant Director in Iowa City. Uh, the individual award went to the Sheriff of Johnson County. That's the area of law enforcement and for somebody who looks like me right now, uh, I get all sorts of, rea I, I react even my body and my mind. It's painful. Or uh, for 
for me, that's not right now. That's not. Uh, if it was just people who look like me, that's not whom we would have nominated law enforcement right now, this minute. And we processed that. And then the organization one went to Big Grove Brewery again. Uh, people who look like me, again, that's not where it would have gone. Just before COVID, uh, Iowa City, uh, in 2020, February, University Heights, after statistics were collected, an ordinance was passed against racial profiling because of the high statistics. We're at the point of looking at the statistics. I don't think they're in, in Iowa City, in bars, the racial profiling that happens for people who look like me in Iowa City. And especially because these are also personal experience and truths of having experienced that. So yes, sweet for the successes we've made but at the same time, still a bit of uh, sadness because even as I work as a commissioner and as I walk this, it's painful, but it has to be done because the pain has to be told by those who are going through it. Thank you. I yield. Um. I can go next. The only announcement that I have, um, we talked earlier in this meeting about partnering, you know, partnering with the uh, School to Workers Fund. So I would like to just say and acknowledge that um, David Goodner and his partner, they won the International Award for Human Rights. So I just want to announce that. And I was at the breakfast when they won the award. I was, I won an award last year, but I was there at the breakfast and I, Definitely think that through the efforts of partnership and just hard working that he really deserves that award with that IU. Just want to say thank you to uh, Inclusive Cultural University. So it's a nonprofit based out of the Des Moines area. So had this event last week at the Green State Credit Union headquarters. Uh, went to that and it was like the Iowa wrestling team, some representatives from Iowa women's basketball and Iowa track and field. So um, that and some of the people from ICU and police officers in the area. So it was kind of names to faces, just having conversations, talking. It's like four or five hour event. Um, went pretty well and looking to keep following up with Inclusive Cultural University and some of those other sports teams. Seems like you're trying to get more of these events together and get more of the athletics programs involved. So um, that's all I have for now. Um, so we don't have anything else on the agenda. So with that, uh, meeting is adjourned.